Welcome to the Self-Awareness Saga, the podcast, of course, hosted by yours truly, Charlene Ashar, whichever you prefer. As you can see from the title, we're going to be speaking on unhealed childhood trauma. Now, I'm sure when a lot of people read this title, they're going to think about how unhealed childhood trauma is in our adult lives in the sense of relationships. And I don't want to just dwell on how our childhood trauma can affect our relationships as adults. I want to dwell on how it affects us as individuals and how that, you know, spans out into how we are in relationships, friendships with our family, um, how we perceive the world. Um, yeah. So to start things off first, like I... I want to just specify exactly what childhood trauma is. So, you know, trauma is just, trauma generates emotions, right? And unless we process these emotions at the time the trauma occurs, they become stuck in our mind and our body. Now, for instance, since we're speaking on childhood trauma, think about experiencing something crazy as a child and never addressing it and working through it from that age. So it stays within us, like I said, in our mind and our body. And it grows within us for years. If you went through a traumatic experience at seven and you're 27 now and you still haven't dwelt, like dealt with that, imagine how that looks as like as an adult, how that transitions, you know? Because instead of healing from the wounds that we have, the trauma stays in our body as energy in our unconscious mind, affecting our lives until we uncover it and process it out. You know, the healthy flow and processing of emotions like like feeling angry, feeling feeling depressed, shameful, fearful is essential to healing from childhood trauma as an adult. You know, the healthiest response to childhood, like, you know, trauma wounds is is that when the trauma first happens, we recognize the violation, you know, that it caused to us, that it caused to our sense of self. We know we feel the natural emotions that follow. And then we realize that the violation doesn't say anything about us personally. And that and and from there, we just don't make negative meaning of it and we can let it go but because emotions like anger and sadness and sadness are like really painful to feel and because crying or confronting others is often not socially acceptable especially in my instance where it's like a lot of the things that I that I've went through that is traumatic I wouldn't want to share that with anyone not because I'm you know fearful of being vulnerable or being judged or I just can't come to terms with it. It's just the fact that I understand that my baggage is is a is a heavy bag. It's not a it's not a purse. It's not a wallet. It's a suitcase. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's trauma dumping, but it's like bringing that to someone could be a lot on their chest. Not only can you be bringing, you know, this this traumatic event to someone who's probably been having a good day and now I come here with this crazy ass story, 
but it's like also it's just it's just heavy to have on your shoulders so it's like i'd rather just carry it myself you understand but instead we we process not even process we suppress our emotions rather than feeling and processing in them and as a child this process is even more difficult because what can feel annoying as an adult like an insult about someone's appearance that we brush off because bitch I'm going to fuck down I don't give a fuck up if you comment on my on my looks or whatever it can feel like a stab wound to a child creating lasting damage like depression and body dysmorphia you understand what I mean so that we carry these emotional stab wounds with us into adulthood and they affect our relationships our career our happiness our health everything literally everything and that is until we process them and heal by feeling our feelings and it's crazy because a lot of people would probably think why don't we always feel our feelings and even the most loving and attentive parents can do lasting damage to our sense of self you know i have a very loving mother she's probably my soulmate to be honest my best friend i can tell her anything i know she's a very open-minded person and she can take what i say and digest it and be okay with it you understand what I mean but there's certain things that she did when I was younger that definitely had an effect on me as I grew into a teenager and it's not something that is um holding me back now because I've definitely healed from those wounds but it's something that I acknowledge that definitely occurred and that's because you know some parents are meaning well and hating to see us hurt sometimes our parents may have some some episodes you know like a caregiver might tell us don't feel bad it's okay when we start to cry and the truth is feeling bad can be good for us though you know we need to feel bad for a while and to think about why we feel the way we did you know or maybe our parents weren't loving and attentive and they demanded that we stop crying when we felt hurt either way we didn't learn how to feel our feelings productively we didn't learn that emotions are temporary and sometimes they go away that they have a predictable beginning middle and end and that we will survive when we don't learn how to feel our feelings we may start to interpret all emotions as terrifying and now you don't know how to digest anything which becomes a problem because as children we can't distinguish our feelings and our quote-unquote self we think we are our feelings if our feelings aren't treated as acceptable in a certain situation we may decide that we aren't acceptable you understand what i mean so to heal from childhood trauma we have to complete the process that should have begun years ago when the wounding happened in the first place you know so i think about this exercise you know it's like the first time, like, just think about a small traumatic experience, you know? For this process to work, you got to begin in your body and in the now. So find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed. Sit comfortably. Close your eyes. Take, take some deep breaths, you know? Bring awareness into your body. Squeeze and release your muscles, you know? Feel the heaviness in your arms. Let yourself feel you know connected to the ground under you imagine a stream of energy going from all parts of your body into the center of the earth 
And once you feel that you're centered in your body, recall it. Think of a situation that you've been upset about recently. Find something that provoked a strong emotion or emotional reaction. And review that. Review, review what happened in as much detail as possible and imagine yourself back in that time and place experience it all over again with all your senses and when your emotions begin to rise sense it continue breathing deeply spend spend a moment in relaxation then mentally scan your body for any sensations observe any physical response you experience like tingling tightness burning each of these sensations is a bit of information you need to understand your past experience so explore these sensations, right? And silently describe them to yourself in as much detail as you can. And once you've explored and described all your physical reactions, you can name it. You can associate an emotion with each of the sensations you feel. Is the tightness in your chest anxiety? Is the heat you're, you're feeling traveling up your arms anger? Um, you may want to, like... This will just give you a greater sense of your experience and a richer knowledge of yourself. And once you've named your emotions, you can love it. As part of a mindful approach to healing from trauma, we need to fully accept everything that we feel. Whether it's true to our conscious mind at the moment or not. Say, I love myself for feeling angry, sad, anxious, depressed, whatever. Do this with every emotion you feel, especially the harder ones. Embrace your humanness, you know, and love yourself for it. And after you've accepted and loved yourself for each of your emotions, you can feel and experience it. You can sit with your emotions and their sensations, letting the feelings flow. You don't have to try to change and hide them, observe them, acknowledge and welcome any discomfort you feel, knowing it will be gone soon and will help you to heal. Let your body respond the way it wants or needs to, you know? If you feel the urge to cry, cry. If you feel the need to yell at something or someone or punch something, you should yell or punch the air. Expressing your emotions in a productive way is key to getting them moving inside you and to fully process them. And when you fully felt and experienced your emotions, you receive its message and wisdom. Do the sensations or emotions you've experienced right now connect with one or more, more experiences that you've had in the past? Do they give you any insight into the root of the trauma or a negative, you know, limiting belief about yourself? Like right now, you might be thinking, I'm not getting anything. Ask yourself, if the sensation or emotion, you know, were going to say something to me, what would it be? If you still have trouble, do some free writing, you know? Journal about what the feeling means. Um, and when you think you've heard all the messages your emotions are sending you, share it. If you feel comfortable sharing your reflections with someone else, do that. Otherwise, write them, write about them on your own. Describe what's happened um, when the incident first occurred, how you reacted at the time, and what you've come to see about it now. Talking or writing about some about like something or your like your experiences and emotions is an important step in healing. Writing letters, you know, but not sending them to those who hurt you can be a very effective method for moving an emotion out of your system. And once you've shared your reflections, you can let it go. You can visualize the energy your trauma took up inside you leaving your body or perform like a ritual of physical release, like like burning a letter you've written to the person who hurt you or, you know, 
you can borrow yo <laughs> this is so crazy but the process of healing emotional wounds can feel uncomfortable at first but i promise it's a very rewarding journey the energy we currently spend on trauma will be released and the space inside ourselves that that trauma took up can instead be filled with new, more positive energy that can help us build a life that we love. I feel as though as a community, we have a lot of healing to do, not even from just our childhood, but is run deep from generation to generation to generation there's things that my mom has experienced that she hasn't healed from that my grandmother experienced that she didn't get to heal from and so on and so forth and it's sad it's sad because these things that we're not healing from they think that it's not important but it so is because it's passed down onto us the generational trauma is really not needed and it's crazy how our generation my generation is a generation that's going to stop it like i have to be that pillar for my family i have to be that pillar for my legacy and it's whether i want to or not at this point because i'm just so aware of what's going on for me not to do it is kind of absurd but I'm bringing this to you guys so you guys could not only just heal, but recognize that there are certain things that you do need to heal from. Um, you're not invincible. You are not a soldier. Um, there are things that, that were done to us that we seen, that we heard, that affected us. And we try to brush it off. But I promise you, it's still sitting on your shoulder to this day. That's why you got to self-reflect. Look at the mirror and recognize what is, you know? So yeah, that's the end for this episode. I ha I really enjoyed this episode. Speaking of childhood trauma is really interesting, especially unhealed childhood trauma. So yeah, um, that's all I gotta say for right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really thinking of something else that I gotta say, but I I really think I've I've hit all the points that I wanted to hit. So, yeah, that's the end for this episode. Stay tuned for my next one. I'm going to be dropping it in two weeks. I drop an episode every two weeks on a Monday. Um, this episode's not going to be dropping on a Monday because this Monday is Labor Day. And I usually like to drop on a Monday just because that's the day that everyone's going back to work. And, you know, I just want to give you something just so you can make yourself feel better because motherfuckers hate their jobs. <laughs> but since you guys are off, this is going to drop on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. So, yeah. Stay up like layups. Never pass that ass. <laughs>